0: Before we begin, I want to take a second to say that I appreciate you if you made it to another episode with me. If you're able to, click follow on whatever platform you're listening from, leave a review, or follow our Instagram page, which is three three three. Also, I am on the search for people who would like to share their angel moments. Have you ever gone through something that changed your life for the better? Have you ever witnessed something that seemed like it was way too coincidental, that it felt like a miracle? Or has someone, like a stranger or a friend, done or said something at the perfect moment that helped you for the better? If so, I'm looking for you. Please DM me on Instagram, which again is angelmoments underscore three three three. I want to hear your story and help others do so as well. Lastly, this episode is different and far more laid back than any episode, but I hope you like it. Best wishes, thank you. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Angel Moments. I am your host, Daniela Castillo Vasquez, and I'm hoping you'll like this episode as it's gonna be a bit special. It's going to be different as my friends and I are going to have a Girl Talk session about self-love just in time for Valentine's Day. This episode is being recorded remotely amid COVID, so please excuse any static in advance. Of course, I hope this episode serves you well or that it gives you insight in some form. But without further ado, let's get started. Hello? Hello. Hi.
1: Hey, y'all. How are y'all doing? Good. How
0: are, you? How are you? I'm doing good, thankfully. Are y'all staying warm? yes yeah,
1: it's so cold. Mhm.
0: But I wanted to ask y'all to please introduce yourselves.
1: Okay? Um, hello everybody. My name is Daisy Barrientos. I am 19 years old and I've been knowing Daniela since elementary school and we also now go to TW together. So, you could say we're besties, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Hi, I'm Sikali Alanis, I'm 19 and also attending TWU. Uh, I've been knowing Daniela since second grade, and I'm sure for many years more.
2: Mm -hmm. Hey, everyone, my name is Emily Covarrubias, I'm 20 years old. I also go to TWU, and I've been knowing Daniela since second grade, yes.
0: Thank you all so much for being here. I really appreciate it because I know like y'all are busy and y'all got y'all's own stuff going on, but I'm really excited for everyone to hear like how our girl talk sessions kind of go and I don't know, (laughs) get to know y'all better as well. Of course. So the question I want to ask y'all, like I ask all of my guests, um, is what does an angel moment mean to
1: y'all? I think for me, it's just something you don't really expect. And to have such a good influence in your life and just a good eye opener. Mm -hmm. And for me, an angel moment is something that is just so beautiful and coincidental that the only explanation is an angel moment.
2: I like that. Yes, Daisy. (laughs) (laughs) For me, an angel moment is an unexplainable encounter you have that's life changing. But I feel like in some people, they can see it as faith or their mm-hmm. destiny mm-hmm. yes Ooh,
1: good one emily yep. i like
0: that as well mm-hmm. i like all of y'all's answers i love hearing the different like um ways people interpret angel moments because everyone essentially experiences them so another question i have is what is y'all's favorite memory together
2: Oof, that's a tough one <laughs> yeah so many in all these years <laughs> for real mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in second grade so it's kind of hard to and we, <laughs> it's kind of hard to just choose one mm-hmm. yeah basically uh, grew up together
0: yeah I think that's really cool though that we got you to do that it just
1: happened yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I think one of my favorite memories would be at TWU where we would go to the library mm-hmm. and like after classes and just swear that we're gonna do homework <laughs> like, okay, this time for real, we're gonna do homework and stay there until it closes, which is like 1 a.m. And then we never end up doing anything. We just stay talking about like our day or life talks.
0: Yes, we would never get anything done. We swore, no,
1: <laughs> yeah, like, never, not even like one assignment.
0: <laughs> and then we would like have like Starbucks runs in between. <laughs>
1: We're like, okay, we're gonna be at Starbucks and then we're gonna come back and then for real we're gonna do homework. Baby, but, never did, no. Yeah, never <laughs>
2: did. <laughs> yeah, I think same for me. I feel like I just um, miss um our late night talks and we'll just stay up to like four AM or even like to like the next morning just mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. And um, in the middle of it, just making runs to like go get food.
1: Yeah, I think um all of those are really good, but I think another good one is Every time we would attend a birthday surprise, we like mm. get together for our friends. Uh-huh. I remember when we were waiting to surprise one of them. And in the meantime, we were playing a board game. And we were just being so loud. And once we heard a knock on the door, we all started running and trying to find a hiding spot. <laughs> and when Daniela opened the door, it was really the RA telling us we were too loud. <laughs>
0: embarrassing because I was like all excited <laughs> and then like we're just got in trouble and I was like oh my gosh like what the heck and that
1: unlocked a memory I forgot that happened <laughs> and like whenever the actual birthday girl came we were just like okay but is it for real her yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh but I like that memory as well um for me I think Like, I love all those memories. Like, I really cherish our time together at TWU, But I also really appreciate the times we have at home in Dallas because we all live here. And I love it when we go out out to town and, like, explore. But I really love, like, like, brunch dates. And especially when it's, like, with y'all. And the last time that we really got to do one was at Snooze and AM Eatery. And that's like my favorite, that's my favorite spot in Dallas. And that was the last time we got to do it before COVID. So I like, I remember that a lot because every time I pass by it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back there with y'all whenever everything is safe again. But
1: I know, I freaking hate COVID. I want to, I want to eat their pancakes again.
0: Yes. Uh, so good. I know. I think about it a lot. Like, <laughs> <mm-mm>. <laughs> their pineapple the oh my gosh don't even get me started
1: but <laughs> and obviously like obviously we can still have like mm-hmm. um like beyond face but like this in-person not energy not- is
2: just so much different it's not the same either though Like doing things virtually than it is in person mm-hmm. yeah and getting to meet up in person yeah exactly that is very
0: yeah true. but soon enough everything will be better and as long as we're staying connected we're good yes yeah. am. So kind of now to dive into the conversation for this episode, I want to ask, like, what's a time that you lacked, like, self-love? And just, you know, I know it's a vulnerable topic, but please, like, remember this is a safe space and, you know, everything you say is valid. So whoever wants to start, go ahead and kick it off.
2: So for me, I still struggle with self-love. I'm still very insecure, not confident whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I always been like that though since young like since I don't know maybe like middle school or like even high school mm-hmm. I think it all had to do with um I don't know I think I just compared myself too much to people like I don't know I was just always really into with myself like um I got to the point where I couldn't even like take any pictures of myself I still don't
0: I like that you mentioned that Emily that you're still struggling with self-love because i think we all are i think yeah. everyone does because it's a thing that's always becoming it's always something that it's not like one day you're like fully like oh yeah i fully do do self-love like there's not a day right. where you do that
1: yeah right. and i think i think for me it started
2: around the same time too emily no yeah um i still always struggle with it um and I, was, I have like phases where um sorry <laughs> You're good girl emily i love you you're gonna make me cry no that's the point where like i don't know i'll just have phases where it'll be weeks and weeks and i'll just like cry every night cry every night and it will be at night mostly when i whenever like you just gather your thoughts you just overthink you know yeah and i know when no one will see you yeah you know, like you act like you're okay like the whole day but then at night yeah um, the night just, is the worst yeah, honestly, you just like I saw this thing on Twitter where like you just think about everything at night. Yeah, like and like really you start overthinking and like and I just like think a lot. Mm-hmm. And obviously, no one knows that you're going to that. And yeah, yeah. And obviously, I have to think like, okay, like I'm not the only one that goes to this. Like I know there's other people that go to this. Like I have to at least, um, kind of be strong, you know, in a way. Like it's easier said than done, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. I don't know just like who would want to talk about like their insecurities or like, even then, yeah. like, I still don't even open up my, about my insecurities to anyone at all like mm-hmm. people don't even know what I'm insecure about you know it's just mm-hmm. things that I keep to myself yeah. I feel like if I do say them out loud and then- it just worsens the the problem you know yeah Yeah. but that's so
0: important like you said people don't talk about those things and it should be talked about because everyone has them everyone has those nights and nobody talks about it but I can yeah I mean I'm pretty I relate 100% to what you're saying do Mm y'all
1: yeah of course and I feel like maybe the middle school years and like obviously the high school Mm -hmm. I mean that's the worst time because that's Mm -hmm. whenever everybody's barely finding out about themselves you know barely like developing Mm -hmm. like yeah exactly
2: body-wise you
1: know yeah I feel like that's the worst time because even for me whenever I think middle school was whenever I was the most insecure and where I didn't have self-love that's just because I was so insecure about my weight like I've always been insecure about my weight and then just like obviously all these girls are like developing and I'm like dang like what about me like I don't have (laughs) I don't mm-hmm. have what other girls have. Just compare, comparing myself to others. And it's something that I still do, but um, something that I'm working on. know, I feel like we're all working on it or mm-hmm. everything um, has yeah. their times. And obviously, like, we all can't just be like, okay, well, you need to do this and this and this. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just point to people. Or you, you can't say what needs to be done because everybody has their own way of healing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I like that you
0: mentioned that, Daisy, like earlier you said, like, especially middle school and high schools and girls feel this prevalent feeling. And I'm I'm not a boy, but I'm pretty sure they relate on some level. Yeah. But I think a lot of it has to do with the standards that girls are held on. That's like, so true. You know, like social media and like, I guess society as well, they gear you towards thinking that skinny, curvy, having like a big ass or um, clear skin, you know, like Kylie Jenner material is what attracts and is top tier when that's not achievable. Like that's not reality. Like
1: who's gonna have 100 percent clear skin? Mm -hmm. When we're going through hormonal hormonal changes,
0: (laughs) and then it's also just like that your self-esteem is like at its like the most vulnerable during that Mm -hmm. time. Yeah, because you're just comparing yourself to all these people. And then people are, you know, lashing out each other out of like things that they're going through at home that people don't even think about, like contributes to their behavior. Like, it's such a tricky time. And it's so easy to get like caught up in that kind of stuff, especially during that age. It's such a sensitive time, like adolescence in general.
1: I remember in middle school, I was, that's the time that I was like the most insecure about my weight. And Mm -hmm. then. I was hanging around with this group of of girls and they were making fun of this girl because like they were all going back and forth like oh like you're so skinny you look like this and you're so skinny you look like this and I was like wait what like Mm -hmm. skinny people make fun of other skinny people and like obviously fat people make fun of fat people or like skinny people make fun of like
0: everyone seems to find a problem with something if you're skinny you're flat if you're like um overweight then oh you're fat Or if you're like this or that, oh, you're like a hoe. Or if you're reserved, you're like um, a cop tease. Everyone finds something. And no one really seems to point out the boys though. Like I think that's such a huge like stereotype Mm -hmm. or double standard. Because even when it comes to like dating or like sex life, if a guy has a high body count, it's considered game for them. But for girls, if you have a low one, you're ridiculed for it. If you have a high one, you're called a skank for it. And you're shamed. So but it's, like for
1: a guy, it's like okay, well you need to hurry up and get your body count mm-hmm. up, or like you need to get more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But whenever yeah. a girl wants to live that same exact lifestyle, nobody wants that girl. It's messed up. Been, yeah.
0: And how are these things not supposed to hurt our self esteem? Right? Like, of course they are. Like
1: yeah.
0: And it sucks that we compare ourselves, despite knowing we shouldn't do it. We still are. Like it's yeah, women. it's a.
1: Uh, I feel like it's sad to say, but it's like a. A second nature, I guess, because Mm -hmm. it's it's like I think everybody does it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about everybody. I feel like, I mean,
0: some people are very good at being confident with like their looks, but then there's some people who might be confident about that, but not confident about what they bring to the table or
1: their like
0: educational abilities, or everyone has some sort of like insecurity, whether it's looks or inside or something
1: yeah it's like the, just the comparing mm-hmm. absolutely what about um you, Daniela? a time that i lacked, i lacked self-love
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to think i'm like what's like a time because there's plenty there's plenty i feel like um as it was like brought up before like self-love is a continuous thing like i feel like i've always lacked it as well yeah. and i'm not i'm practicing it now but i'm not close to like being perfect at it
1: oh yeah yeah. I I feel the same way like I don't think Mm -hmm. I'm where I need to be Mm -hmm.
0: I'll just say this so I I guess when I was in high school um I didn't have a high self-efficacy and I still don't so self-efficacy is basically like your own belief in your ability to get something done or achieve something Mm -hmm. and um I put like my goals like on the ground for myself because I didn't think that I was going to do good things in my life. Did that make sense? Like I felt like I was a black sheep in my family, that I was going to be the one that messes messes things up um, because all of my siblings have been very like high achieving. And I I always had like a lot of problems in high school with people because of drama or things like that. So I felt like I was a black sheep because no one else in my family had that and um of course like i would let people's like, opinions slide into my head a lot yeah
2: so mm-hmm.
0: when it came to like achieving things i never felt like i deserved it and um for instance if i got something done and people would tell me like good job like till this day i feel numb really? i feel people could tell me like you're doing so sh- such a great job and you're like oh you're so smart you're so hardworking and i feel numb I don't feel any compliment that's given to me because I don't believe it. And I remember clearly whenever I got, like, I have a scholarship at my university. And um, when I first received news that I got the scholarship, well, I just remember feeling completely numb. Like people were congratulating me and everyone was like giving me like kudos, but I couldn't feel any of it. Even till this day, I it's like imposter syndrome. It feels mm-hmm. like, I I don't deserve it. It feels like I'm not doing enough. Um, Anything that I do, I feel empty. And I hate it because I'm like, you should have self-love and recognize that it takes work. Whenever something happens to me, I always say like, oh, thank you, God, for like giving me or my angels, everything, all of that. Like, thank you, universe, for setting this up for me. But at some point I realized, like, I also have to realize that it took part of my work as well. Like nobody yeah. wrote those essays. Nobody turned in those assignments but me. And you I'm that. getting better at it. But it's like things like that where I'm like, I wish you appreciated yourself more. I wish you saw your worth more. It's a practicing thing. And I'm I'm always trying to get better at it. But that for sure is when I flash self-love. It's just believing in myself. But
1: who's next? Um. So I think for me, um, I think for me it just comes and goes um I don't think there's an in-between my feelings are just um overtake really hard sometimes <laughs> so um I think it's just because I don't really realize that I'm feeling some type of way and then all of a sudden just uh, all of a sudden I'm like trying to sleep one night and and then I just start Crying my eyes out because I'm just thinking of so many things, and
2: mm-hmm. then I realized
1: that in my past actions, like say in that same week, have all spiraled into this one night. And um, so I just, I think I just need to work on seeing those signs. I guess you could say mm-hmm. when I know I'm um, I'm feeling down, so that I I can take the proper actions to get out of that. So I think that COVID has been harder for me because we're alone most of the time because mm-hmm. quarantine, and I'm always just thinking, and sometimes I just don't have the energy to, you know, distract myself. You know, try to do hobbies and stuff. I just don't have the energy, and I just want to be in bed all um, day, and I feel like that just makes things worse. And but at the same time, that's all you want to do. It's just like pain mind games. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I feel
0: like COVID is, as one of the side effects of COVID, like and on society or I guess on people, is that you're stuck at home and you literally are left to confront your thoughts. Like there's no escaping it. There's no distraction. Literally. Just the four walls and your thoughts, and that's it. And I love how you mentioned that because it is a mind game for sure. I could see how that must have been a huge impact on you and like been detrimental because that does hurt. That is painful.
1: Yeah, I, I was also going to say how in the beginning, whenever you said how you didn't know like why you were feeling all these emotions and then at night you would just find yourself crying and like mm-hmm. realizing that the way that you were feeling the week is like those were the signs to why you were like what you're feeling in the mm-hmm. at night. Like it, yeah. it all connected. Yeah. So I think that's a really good one too because a lot of people have a hard time like recognizing those emotions. I think also for me, I get like, mostly like um, physical signs like
2: mm-hmm. because
1: my anxiety gets so bad that I start getting ticks, mm-hmm. and I think for me that started during college because you know for me co- first year of college was pretty hard for me I think I already said that but um, so that's whenever my like anxiety started getting a little uh, worse and so I did start getting like physical symptoms mm-hmm. but I don't know if people can relate with whoever's um, naturally anxious, but um, physical signs to me are hard to recognize. And then that's the way things build up and then yeah. I just completely yeah. break down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that, Dani, because
0: I remember last year, you're right. Your first year, I remember going to your dorm and there would be times where you would be like, I could feel the stress off of you. Like it was like in the room, mm-hmm. like in the air. I like how you say all that because your body does give you warnings and it's true it's like if you don't choose a day to rest your body is going to choose that day for you
2: yeah no yeah as her roommate too like I I was witnessing these things Mm -hmm. um (laughs) like I'll be asleep and she'll still be up like working on assignments or like studying for an exam or something Mm -hmm. so I was just like oh my Mm -hmm. god like is she not gonna sleep I was like always like kind of like Thinking about her, like worried about her. I was like, oh my god, I think she needs a break. But obviously, you can't really tell that to a person because mm-hmm. we're all like doing the same things in a way too. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're yeah, all we're studying we're like- and we're all having
2: online air. So it's just like, mm-hmm. but also like, it's it's good to t- to tell someone like, oh, you need a break. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's that's okay to say.
1: I think that's definitely something I've been working on. I need to, you know, just to start realizing when is a good time for me to take a break and yeah. what, um when like I know that I'm overworking myself Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
1: so I feel like you
2: overwork Mm -hmm. yourself to the point where like it's not healthy and you start Mm -hmm. to get like stressed and like it showed on my grades too I think that it
1: just kept on like
2: like hit after hit after hit hit
1: yeah hit after hit but now I know what I was doing wrong so I've been doing better seeing it and then recognizing it and then changing it yeah okay now that's Like, I'm pushing myself and that's what's causing this and this and this. So, like, now I know when when to take that break or when to, like, slow down and just take time for yourself. That self-awareness is key. Yeah. For sure. Mm
0: -hmm. So, amid all the things that y'all have talked to, because, I mean, everyone has, like, explained different ways that they've lacked self-love. So, what, I guess, like, serves as a motivator to, like, straighten it, you know?
1: Oh, good one. Mm hmm I think just to know that you have a purpose in life and not to not to let anyone or anything or even yourself sometimes um from keeping you of getting what you want
2: mm-hmm.
1: um I think on TikTok I saw this video um of this girl say this like a fat metaphor and I really liked it it was like um Everyone is is like a seed and trying to find their own sunlight. And sometimes it can be really hard. But once you have it, um, you will grow. And um, it can go like onwards, you know, with the means. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. And I was like, I like that yes, too. Just find your sunlight. Yeah. You just have to yeah. Find your sunlight. I like that. Yeah. Just keep your head up and you will get through it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: so for me I think just knowing that one day that self-love where like I'm not gonna care about what anybody says like the only opinion that matters is mine mm-hmm. is gonna come so I think that that's like the day that I just look forward to like I, I yeah I look forward to that day where I just like well I don't care because I'm happy yeah you know mm-hmm. so I don't like nobody else's, nobody else's opinion is going to matter because as long as I have mine and as long as I'm happy,
2: that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's,
1: that's the day that I'm waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think for
0: me, when it comes to like, what has helped me straighten my self-love. Um, so I think like over the years, I've been doing better at it, especially um since my time at TWU, like, I feel like. I'm on the freeway of just like strengthening that self love, which is great. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's <laughs> I think it's due to like being on my own and then taking on like um, leadership roles that just like push me to new horizons. But I also, um, man, this going to get hard. But <laughs> <laughs> take your time. Um, I think I always think of like bad situations as an opportunity to learn and grow from. And it's a blessing because like, you learn so much from it and it leaves a lot of room for good things to enter your life. I'm sorry, I'm taking pauses because I'm trying to think exactly of what I'm going to say with this. But I think within the last semester, I've been really on a journey of self-love unlike ever before where I've really prioritized it. Um, To be honest, like, I know this is like really like vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) I want to mention this because we haven't really touched on the dating scene. But for me, like I was in a relationship where I look back on and I get really embarrassed at how much I neglected my standards or not my standards, my boundaries. And I neglected the things that I knew I wanted in a partner and then in the end, I was like completely, like um, I guess like disregarded. Like I was so disrespected in the end that I had to walk away, and that was such yeah. a test of my self love, because I've never had to practice it in that form before.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So glad that you did though. Like you, it needed to happen. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and I'm not saying this to like bash or do anything of that. No. Um. But I wanna mention this because I think it's important to say like, it's okay to put yourself above other people and it's okay to let go of people that aren't serving your purpose in the best way. And you could do it with a good heart. Like I'm not um, living with like anger and like hoping the burst for this person. No, never. I pray for this person in a good way. I want him to succeed everything, but just not with me
1: right and I mean in a good
0: way like all love and everything but not that love but all good love and um yeah I think that's been a huge test to me because like I've never like I, I think about the situation a lot because a lot of things happen during that time but I think about it a lot and it's just a constant reminder to myself like never do that to yourself again like never um Like I can't even be mad at what happened because for instance, everyone has standards. Everyone has boundaries that they set in relationships that they should respect and be aware of. But I completely blindsided mine from the beginning. And I hate that because I can't even be mad at what happened in the end. I could only be kind of, I have to be accountable. I don't want to say, oh, it's all on him. He's the one that messed up. No, 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 no. You, I also messed up by allowing him to think that it was okay to do the things that he was doing from the beginning that ultimately led to the downfall Mm -hmm. like for example I love flowers I I love them I do (laughs) (laughs) and this is a suit might be a silly example but for instance if I want flowers and I express that by in any form you know like I kind of always told myself like you're too demanding or you're being too much or like, mm. that's not what you need. Like, stop being excessive. Like, I was not in any way being demanding in the relationship, but I still neglected that small need of mine because I was putting myself way down and putting him on a pedestal. And I look back on it and I'm like, it's things like that where you should not have allowed that to have happened. Like, that should have been enough for you to walk away. And I know it might sound extra to some people, but it's the truth. Like, you should be able to do that for yourself and don't neglect your needs whatever form or size they are right it's not even what you it's not being demanding it's like knowing what you want mm-hmm, exactly yeah and I think whenever it comes to relationships like I, I negotiated a lot of my needs mm. I look back and I'm like dang like it's disappointing that I allowed it to get to that point for myself and I can't do that like I can't let that be a common
1: factor in all aspects or any aspect of my life right yeah I feel like a lot yeah. of people um in relationships they settle mm. right they yeah. settle because they think like okay well this is like oh this is this is what I deserve you know like I don't deserve yeah. the other stuff or like, I don't deserve what I'm asking for like um he's giving me whatever you know like they just settle for the bare minimum yes exactly Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's obviously never settle for this but Uh also it's important to know when to realize when you know that the other person is not giving you enough or giving you what you want Uh and
0: um I think it takes accountability because for me, like, I think there's sometimes instances where their communication may be a factor where those needs aren't being met, but it could be fixed. Yeah, you right, know? right. Yeah. yeah, I think mm-hmm.
1: that's, a, that's a really good because you can work on the thing, you know? You can yeah, like, yeah. Right, you're not giving me what I need. So this is what I'm telling you what I need. And I expect change. Exactly. You know? And after, like, once you don't get that change or like you keep yeah. on turning them and then like they're just disregarding it. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. Putting it to consideration yeah
0: exactly exactly. and for me I feel like um in my situation my I was I knew from the beginning like it wasn't gonna be it like I remember I would cry myself to sleep because I told myself like what's wrong with you like why are you not liking this relationship as much like you're not even giving it a chance or I have felt greater like loves for other people and I felt so guilty about
2: that because I was like, oh, like oh, this
0: is wrong. Like, right. it's not right. yeah. I why? I feel
2: like I feel like no, I feel like you shouldn't force anything either. Like if if you know what your you know what your heart wants. So if you're not exactly beginning, you can't yeah. force it. It's not you can't say, Oh, I'm probably gonna I need to give it a chance. You know, yeah. like, no. Exactly. Just, you know, yeah. you know when it's right, you know and, that.
0: and that's the thing with me though, is that I got I get disappointed looking back that I knew that deep down yet I ignored mm-hmm. it I'm um, like that yeah. was such disrespect for myself that I was lacking self-love that I was ignoring my heart literally telling me like ringing bells saying mm-hmm. that something was off did I cry to y'all about it I think
1: or I vented to y'all about it yeah I remember you vented <laughs> so about like um like I don't know like I'm just like guessing it you know like yeah yeah and and then I I just remember like whenever you would tell us that I would be like no like you know just try it out like it's something new go go for it mm-hmm. but the heart knows yeah yeah I think I can definitely relate intuition to that. knows the heck intuition
2: yeah yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah oh my gosh it's, it's always always trust your-, your gut
1: heck yeah what yeah. the hell <laughs> I feel like sometimes it's even harder to realize that because you're so like you know love blinds you really and that's, so you try to so make things true. work you try to make things work and I, and then you know in the end it just gets so tiring that you just i guess that's i guess that's when you realize you know it's it tiring of putting so much effort in and not getting the same effort back. Yeah, 100%. That's why they say that love is crazy man cuz like it just blinds you you're blinded by it. You do crazy things for it like once you love a person it's not always like anything for that person right it's just you mm-hmm. so feel blinded by them
0: yeah and that's the thing though is that that wasn't love though like love is, shouldn't be painful or like difficult like that because with him right. and I like we never fought I thought mm-hmm. everything was rainbows and daffodils until like I realized <laughs> like oh no like <laughs> something's been off but it's just things that I look back on my thing like, like I wish I respected my intuition my feelings my heart more that if I walked away from the beginning I would have avoided what happened in the end
1: but right, right.
0: it's a lesson learned and I'm grateful you got to keep it moving sending good vibes mm. I'm not doing this to bash him or
2: anything because it's also on me like at the same time, no one really <laughs> knows like that's gonna happen. You can't yeah. really say like, "Oh, I should just, yeah. I should just ended it from the beginning." No, like you, no one really knows what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah, like I don't blame myself for what occurred.
1: I, I mean, I feel like you know, all you can do is just learn from your past relationships, and and then after that, you just know what you want in the next one. I mean. That's all you can really yes, do. Yes, I've always yeah, you- loved that mentality.
0: It's true. Like, that's the point of dating. It's like to get the experiences. And if it doesn't work out, then okay. Like, keep it moving. And now you're one step closer to who you're supposed to be with.
1: Exactly. Like, now yeah. it's a lesson. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, now that person was like, thank you for the experiences. Thank you for teaching me what I don't want now. Like, now I know what I don't want.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now I know what to, like, look out for that may be red flags
1: yeah exactly (laughs) yes
0: and be more like aware and like open because I stored way too much than I should have in the relationship and I hate it looking back because I'm like I get sad I'm like dang like I really allowed that to happen and I was convincing myself the whole time that it was no biggie but in reality it was I think I hurt myself more than he hurt me But I guess that's my two cents about for my situation. Like, that's the only reason I'm saying it is because I never thought I would talk about it on the podcast. But I think that it's so important for girls, boys, anyone to hear this, because walking away, it's not like you're a bad person, like you're not bad for doing that. You're not selfish. But, you know, allow yourself to explore horizons, because I promise you that if something feels off in your heart or like something feel you're disappointed, like deep down, and it's Taking more right than it should for you to be happy in the relationship, I promise you that there's probably someone else who'd give you that happiness without all the work that you're doing. And it's okay to have boundaries and have people meet them. Don't think that you're too much, because you never are too much. For the right person, you are never too much.
1: Yes. Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Yeah. And self-love is essential in those kind of situations because it prevents you from being in those situations. Because, you know, to walk away right. you.
1: Mm-hmm. Put yourself first, love yourself and be selfish sometimes. That's my advice. Yeah. It's OK to be selfish. Yeah.
0: And I think for sure, like for me, I think a mentality that helped me a lot is like, um, whenever I was with this person, whenever I'm in a relationship, I'll apply this. But if I don't want it be done to me, then I'm not going to do it to them. Mm And I think that's essential because that keeps you in line and that also avoids you from that helps you like get out when you when you feel disrespected because you're like, well, I wouldn't do it to you. So bye. Yeah. The thing that I learned in the end that really helped me is like if this was happening to y'all, if this was happening to my own daughter or my sister, I would not want that want them to be going through that. So why am I putting myself through it?
1: that's such a good mentality yeah. to have because thank you thank you <laughs> yeah because that's true like if you're not if you wouldn't allow it to happen to like like how you were saying your daughter or your little sister why you, mm-hmm. you know, like why why are you being okay with it why are you settling
0: yeah
1: 100% and then, like they, that's whenever that person or when a lot of people start finding their happiness like finding themselves when they're long, when they're no longer with that person.
0: I love that you said that because I feel like a lot of people are scared of being alone. People mm-hmm. fear loneliness and that makes people do things that they shouldn't be doing. They, it makes people go back to people that aren't good for them. It makes people cheat. It makes people um, make irrational decisions because they don't like being alone. Or it's like, you should thrive in you're uh, being alone because ultimately like yourself is like the best partner you'll have. Cause you're always going to have yourself. Right. And when it comes to like a relationship, whenever like it ends, it's so important to like be okay with being alone for as long as it takes for you to heal.
1: Yeah. As long as you need to love yourself to be able to love somebody else, because mm-hmm. that, I think that's really important. Yeah. How are you gonna um, ex- expect somebody else to love you mm-hmm. when you don't even love yourself, you know? Exactly.
0: And people don't take the time to heal.
1: Mm-hmm and that's in any feeling is like 100 yeah know? that's in any relationship yeah you can't expect them to fill your fulfillment like mm-hmm. that has to come from 100 yourself.
0: yourself yes yeah. because again that's a protective factor that is a huge protective factor because that means that you don't you don't you won't have trouble walking away Mm -hmm. you're okay with doing your thing by yourself because there's some people who as soon as they break up, they go find your rebound or once they find someone else, they're still stuck on their ex. Yeah. So it's like things like that where it's like, it's not okay. Like take the time to heal before you do that. Like don't ever ever use somebody to forget someone else.
1: Yeah, because yeah, that's exactly what they're doing because now they're going to that rebound trying to start something else when they're not even over their
0: ex and they're just Mm -hmm. using them yeah and I remember one time when we were at at we went to like a meeting for overflow which is like a but it's like a youth group and I remember that one time the speaker he said something that really resonated with me and he was like every person has a soulmate so whenever you're dating be very careful because if this person isn't your soulmate you're damaging someone else's gift Mm-hmm. And I love that because I'm like, oh my God, that's so real. Like I better make sure that whenever I am dating that I'm not being like this tornado and like hurting this person that makes it hard for them to be who they're supposed to be with if they're not meant for me. And that's always been my goal. Like I'm always going to treat you the best way that I can treat you because you deserve to have high standards for yourself. So in case mm-hmm. I don't work out with you for you, well, at least you have high standard for someone to meet and exceed. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. I love that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good.
1: Um, I was gonna say something else that he's a, the pastor had said was like whenever people are dating, um, be careful because unless you have a ring on it, that means that there's somebody else's,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: Like there's like there's still that chance for them to be with somebody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's one thing that I think is so important to hear is that you don't have a claim on nobody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It doesn't matter if y'all dated for two years, five years, two months. Somebody that have you've known for two months can make you way happier than someone you've known for years. Yeah. It depends on how you treat that person and how you handle them. If you're responsible, all will go well. But if mm-hmm. you are dropping the ball, that's on you. And that's because yeah. you were too immature to see what was in front of you. Exactly, yeah. But from that experience, I want to say, like, I appreciate the support I got from you guys because a lot of other things happened that eventually I'll explain down the line in some other time. But I remember feeling very um, in the air when everything was happening. I was not here on Earth. I was in <laughs> La La Land because I was just trying to make it through. And I remember, like, the support y'all gave me along with all my other angels, it lifted me and I'm so of course. grateful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course. Not me That's getting emotional. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here, of course.
0: I swear the love of what of like sisterhood is so real. Just heals mm-hmm. you. It empowers you and moves you forward. I love it.
1: Yeah. We're, we were lifting you up with our wings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: But yeah, like overall, I think that when it comes to self love, it is crucial when it comes to your dating life, when it comes to your friendships, to your family, everything. Because without self love, I think you leave a lot of room for neglect and disrespect. And mm-hmm. it just helps you. It's just a protective factor, unlike any other.
1: Yeah, I re- I really like that because yeah, if you don't if you don't love yourself, then that, that does leave room for disrespect. Mhm. very true very true mm-hmm. put mm-hmm. yourself number one because you are number one there's only one of you so take care of yeah. yourself mm-hmm. love yourself <laughs> and not safe. to compare to others absolutely
0: yeah. and take time to like rest and restore pay attention to your body's
1: warning signs mm-hmm. and recognize them
0: mm-hmm. Recognize
1: and then expect and figure out what's working and what's not working out for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing I think I learned from this talk was also like understanding that everyone has flaws that mm-hmm. we all don't talk about, but somebody feels it in some form or yeah. another. Insecurity is real and that's mm-hmm. human and it's okay.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. A, lot yeah a lot of people don't yeah. A lot of people don't want to talk about those things, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: because we're not talking about them doesn't mean that it's not happening.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful that we're able to do that because I feel like everyone thinks everyone's life is perfect, but themselves. But when we talk about hardships and we talk about things that people go through, it helps other people feel more at ease and relax about the stuff they go through because it's a general reminder like everyone has stuff on their plate.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And that's why I love this podcast because I feel like different stories are shared that Could give you different insight on like dang like I went through something similar like that or like dang I've never gone through that but you know it just I don't know I love hearing different people's experiences and it's just so interesting to dive into everyone's stories
1: I love listening to the stories on here like I'm so (laughs) (laughs) yeah like they're so like wow like they're so like shocking like dang it's freaking beautiful
2: I learned from
1: them really oh Mm -hmm. yeah for sure so mm-hmm. I'm so Thank glad you're letting me be on here. Yeah, no, that makes <laughs> yes. I warm, my heart all warm. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but yes, I appreciate you guys so much for being here today. I love you all so, 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 so much.
1: Love you too. I love you.
0: I love you
2: more. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right, girlies, I'll let y'all go, but stay safe, stay warm, take care of each other and have a good Valentine's Day
2: you.
1: Too, Happy, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
0: Bye. Bye. I appreciate you for making it to this point of the episode if you've made it this far. This is my longest episode, but also my last episode of the season. Before starting Angel Moments. I just knew in my heart that I wanted my 11th episode to be my last for the season, as I love the number 11, and I don't know why, but it just kept popping up in my head. And at the time, I didn't realize that it would fall on Valentine's Day, but once I noticed, I knew that I wanted it to be centered around self love. What's a better topic than that? <laughs> for me, Self-love should be a critical and crucial factor in everyone's lives. Everyone has different meanings of self-love and different ways of practicing it. Like I mentioned earlier, self-love is a journey that is always in the making. My friends and I are not experts and we're still growing and learning just like everyone else but I do hope that something we said resonated with you in some form. I'm getting really sad as I'm saying all of this because I don't want to say goodbye, (laughs) but I know that I need to. I'll be back soon enough and during my break, I will work on myself and hopefully come back as a better me to help deliver more special stories of angel moments to you all. Before going, I want to say thank you for the amazing love and support throughout my journey in starting this. I didn't know what to expect when I published my first episode, and I can safely say that it has changed my life for the better. I'm grateful for even one listener, so my heart overflows with gratitude as I say thank you to you and all the listeners ranging across the country like those in Massachusetts, Virginia, Washington, Oregon, Texas, Louisiana, and Illinois. It's crazy to me that people besides me are hearing the beautiful stories that I feel blessed to help put out here. But it blows my mind to have listeners all over the world like in India, um, (laughs) Australia, the UK, Canada, Pakistan, sweden germany nigeria switzerland philippines and the new zealand i just wish i could meet you all who are tuning in and give you a big hug you've helped me in so many ways which is why i say that i could never say thank you enough it's a long story that one day i will tell But you've helped me mend and heal from things that I thought were going to weigh me down forever. You're literally one of my angels. I appreciate you so much and I am wishing you the best. I always will. So now I gotta go and I can't wait to see what the future holds for both you and I. Please take care of yourself. I'm sending my love from Dallas. Until next time, may serenity be with you.